Worship takes many styles. And we're going to continue worshiping for just a moment. Abraham worshiped leaning on a staff. Sometimes you can sit in the presence of God. and Sometimes you have hands raised. But I'm going to transition into what God wants to do today. We've sung incredible worship songs. But now I want to, I want to get to the application. It goes kind of like this. I surrender all to you. Message. We give a call to action. I invite you to the altar, but 
really, it's just what am I going to do with what I just heard? And today, here's the here's where the rubber meets the road. Here's the crux of it. Here's where it all hangs on it. Say, my life is not my own. To you I belong. I give myself, I give myself. to this place right here. That holy presence of God is in this place. You're drawing, you're reaching. My friend, that goosebump feeling you feel right now, that's the power of God reaching drawing, loving, convicting, touching, delivering, speaking. exactly sure what brought you to church today for some it's because you've just made up your mind when the doors are open I'm going to come it's become a habit it's a discipline it's it's part of being as real to you as just breathing that's that's why you're here and that's a good reason 
For others, you've come with a need, something desperately you need God to move, God to touch. He's here. He hears you. And for others, you were invited. Maybe you came a little bit out of curiosity. Maybe you came because you wanted to just come to church. But somewhere in the midst of the service, the presence of God has grabbed hold of you. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. This sound you hear, this evidence of the infilling of the Holy Ghost that dwells as you speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gives you utterance. James says it's hard to bridle the tongue. It's hard to to get the tongue to say the right thing. I'm constantly messing it up. But when you surrender all to him, the hardest part of your body to surrender becomes your voice, becomes your tongue, and you begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives you utterance. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost right here. If you're in this building and you desire a move of God in your life, if you're in this building and you desire the gift of the Holy Ghost, if you're in this building and you don't even know how to explain it, you just know there's something you want from God, would you lift your hands in this place right now? In that surrender, would you lift your voice and would you let the Holy Ghost move? By the power and the authority of the Word of God, for those who are hungry, For those who are thirsty, they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, your word, Jesus, says they shall be filled. Lord, I pray right now that you would fill them with the gift of the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. The reason it feels like there's a fire, shut up in your bones right now. You're shaking. You're quivering. You don't even know what to do. It's because God is right here, right now and he is going to infill you in the Holy Ghost. Right now, Lord, I pray that you would let freedom begin to move all over this place. I pray that you would let the word go forth. Would you lift up your voice, my friend? If you've repented of your sins, if you have asked him to forgive you, all you have to do is begin to worship him. And as you worship him, the glory of God is going to fall. Come on, I'm going to open altars for anyone that wants to take a spiritual journey. I'm going to put the mic down. You can play if you want to, Sister Sharla. If you need to leave, we can do it without a piano. But why don't we let our lives surrender to him right now?
Come on, the presence of God is in this place. The gifts of the Spirit are active. He speaks through the gift of tongues. He can speak through the interpretation thereof. He speaks through the word of wisdom. In the name of Jesus. 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 Come on, there's people that so desperately desire the gift of the Holy Ghost in this place. Broken hearts mended. In the name of Jesus, he's here right now. Lift up your hands in this place. Let that voice begin to rise in this place. Let that cry begin to rise. The Bible says that he inhabits the praises of his people, which means that if you want him to live in your heart, you need to begin to praise him because he's looking for a heart that's willing to praise him. He's looking for a heart that's willing to love him. And after you've repented of your sins and you begin to worship him, as you worship him, he begins to make residence inside that heart. And pretty soon that worship shifts from a language you understand to a language you don't understand. It's not going to be forced. I know it may seem like it, but it's not you, but Christ in you. That Holy Ghost that begins to move. Speaking in other tongues is not the Holy Ghost. It's the evidence of the Holy Ghost. It's the evidence of what God is doing in your life. He
Come on, that's right, Ian. He loves that prayer. He loves that praise. The more you pour out your heart to him, the more you give him glory, the more he's right there. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus.
going to preach the whole message, although I had no doubt of what God was going to do today. But let me just give a little teaching for just a moment. It's one thing to say I give myself away. It's one thing to say I surrender all, but how do you do that? You look around every Sunday, it just blows my mind how Lighthouse is growing. I'm thankful for that. New families, new people. I already told him I was going to do it, but I'll talk about Dale for a moment. Dale and Angela, I'm glad you're all part of Lighthouse. Jim and Nancy and so many others. But Dale and I were talking, I think it's through Facebook or text, I don't remember. We were talking Monday, and he said, he was asking about one of the songs that we sang on Easter, so I sent it to him. And he said, do y'all ever sing that song, Withholding Nothing? I want to sing that. So I got off the phone or got off the text with him, whatever, and I called Caleb. I said, I want to sing Withholding Nothing. I happen to like that song. But here's the thing. That was Monday, and so then I start listening to it. Well, the more I listen to it, the more I begin to look at the theology behind it. What does it mean to withhold nothing? What does it mean to surrender all? I mean, last Easter, or you know, last Sunday we celebrated Easter and we, we look at the supreme sacrifice where, where Jesus literally gave his all down to the very last drop of blood, down to his last breath, he gave it all. But don't ever let that sacrifice, which has to occur, there'll never be another one like it. Go read Hebrews. He's, he is the supreme sacrifice. It has to happen. But don't let that overshadow this fact that you need to sacrifice. I'll get straight to the point. Romans 12, 1, I beseech ye, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, because of his sacrifice on Calvary, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, or as I was taught, as living, burning ones for Jesus, which is your spiritual worship or your reasonable service. If I may, in the Old Testament, they would bring a bull, they would bring a, a sheep, and they would bring that to the altar. I mean, if you go through the Bible, they killed a lot of animals. Sometimes thousands in one day, and I can't imagine that all of those animals came willingly. They drug them, they picked them up, and they slit their throat, and there were horrible noises that were made. It was nasty, it was ugly. And, and at the end of that sacrifice in the Old Testament, that sacrifice, that sheep had to give its all and die. But in the New Testament, in the New Testament, we bring our all, we give our all, and live. Living sacrifice. Matthew twenty two thirty seven. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with or with all your soul, with all your mind. Mark twenty thirty adds the phrase with all your strength. I got to meet Brother Paul Hampton today. We we're talking in the office. You know what the Greek and Hebrew word for all really means? All. 
So when the Bible says you've got to give him, love him with all of your heart, no part left, all your mind. You can't turn off part of your mind. All of your soul, your strength. It's Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of him. I'll just, I'm not going to get into it. I'd start preaching and I have way too much time. Go read Luke chapter 9. You'll find three men that gave excuses why they could not give their all. Can I tell you today, Jesus does not do excuses. Jesus does not negotiate. I've been reading about Ulysses S. Grant, U.S. Grant. You know what they called him? Unconditional surrender. He would accept no terms, no negotiation. It was his way or he overcame you. God's the same way. There's no negotiating with him. I'll give you part of this. I'll give you some of me. I'll I'll give you Sundays and Wednesdays and maybe one more other night. But no, he he says, I want all. So here's, here's here's the altar call. How do you know if you can have given your all? You ready for it? Two powerful things. Number one, give him your mistakes. Give him your sin. Give him your failure. Psalms 51, for I acknowledge my sin. My sin is ever before you. There are too many people that are prideful and they don't want God to know that they've messed up. They don't want God to know they've sinned. Guess what? He already knows. The hardest thing, we we want the worship and we want the Holy Ghost, but do we want the repentance? Not just a simple, sorry, God. But a heart-rending Psalms 51 message. I've sinned and come short of the glory of God. Lord, here's my broken life. And so if you want to know if you've surrendered, have you given him your ugly parts? Can you give him your failures? Can you cast your cares on him? The Bible says he's able to handle it. He's able to care for it. Get honest with God. I'm a sinner. I'm broken. But the second thing to know if you've given your all, give him your valuable. 1 Kings 16, 17, 18. That, that incredible struggle of Elisha or Elijah and, and, the, and the prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel. They're in the middle of a drought. It hasn't rained for three years. Their their creeks have dried up. Their, 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 Their water sources have dried up. They've tried to dig deeper wells. There's not any water hardly to be found. And in the middle of of that prophet's worship, what does he ask for? Twelve barrels of water to pour on a sacrifice. Don't you know they were losing their ever-loving mind? Why would you give him that? That's what we need. Or the widow of Zarephath, 1 Kings chapter 17. She's out gathering sticks. She's got just enough oil, just enough meal to make one more little corn pone. That's a muffin for some of you that don't know what a corn pone is. And we're going to eat that, me and my son, and we're going to die. And the prophet comes and says, 
Would you give that to the Lord? My very last. Are the woman with the, the two mites, Mark 12, she gave all she had. Somebody listen to me for a moment. When you're in a drought, give him your precious water. When your finances are tight, give him your precious money. When your time is tight, give him your precious time. When you don't seem to have any praise, praise with everything you've got. When you don't want to come to church, make that the first thing you do. When you don't want to read your Bible, make sure that's the first thing you do. How do you know if you can surrender all? Give him your ugly parts and give him your best parts. Because I'll tell you today, a lot of us are good at one or the other. There's a lot of people when when the chips get down and they're struggling, they'll come and make a lot of commitments to God, but as soon as it turns around, they're gone. And there's a lot of people that love to worship, but they'll never release their past. But if you're willing to repent of your sins, if you're willing to give Him everything of your past, every mistake, every sin, every broken, dilapidated, desecrated part, and if you're willing to give Him the value, then you can say, I'm 